Malware, a portal for malicious software, is any software intentionally designed to harm a computer, server, client, or computer network, on the contrary, software that causes unintentional damage due to a deficiency, which usually described as a software bug. Various types of malware exist, including computer viruses, worms, Trojan horses, ransomware, spyware, adware, rogue software, wipers, and scareware. Hex dump of the blaster worm, showing a message left for Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates by the worms programmer. Programs are also considered to be malware if they secretly work against the interests of the computer user. For example, at one point Sony Music Compact Disc had quietly installed a rootkit on buyers' computers with the intention of preventing illegal copying, but which also reported on users' listening habits, and inadvertently created additional security vulnerabilities. Used to do. Antivirus software, firewalls and a range of other strategies are used to help protect against the introduction of malware, to help detect that it already exists, and from malware-associated malicious activity and attacks to recover. Purposes. Many early infectious programs, including the first internet worm, were written as experiments or mischief. Typically, malware is used by both black hat hackers and governments to steal personal, financial or business information. The use of malware is sometimes widely used against government or corporate websites to collect protected information, or to disrupt their operations in general. However, malware can be used against individuals to obtain information such as personal identification numbers or details, bank or credit card numbers and passwords. Since widespread broadband internet access has increased, malicious software has often been designed to benefit. Since 2003, the majority of widespread viruses and worms have been designed to control users' computers for illegal purposes. Infected zombie computers can be used to send email spam, such as to host contraband data such as child pornography or to engage in distributed denial-of-service attacks as extortion. Programs designed to monitor users' web browsing, display unwanted advertisements, or affiliate marketing revenue are called spyware. Spyware programs do not spread like viruses, instead they are usually installed by tapping safety holes. They can be packaged with hidden and unrelated user-installed software. The Sony BMG rootkit was intended to prevent illegal copying but also reported on users' listening habits, and inadvertently created additional security vulnerabilities. Ransomware affects an infected computer system in some way, and demands payment to return it to its normal state. There are two forms of ransomware, crypto ransomware and locker ransomware. Locker ransomware is just locking the computer system without encrypting its contents. Whereas traditional ransomware is one that shuts down a system and encrypts its contents. For example, programs such as CryptoLocker securely encrypt files and decrypt them only upon payment of a substantial amount. Some malware is used to generate money by click fraud, making it appear that a computer user has clicked on an advertisement link on a site, thereby receiving payment from the advertiser. In 2012 it was estimated that about 60-70% to 70 of all active malware used some form of click fraud, and 22% of all ad clicks were fraudulent. Infectious Malware Instead of any specific type of behavior, the best types of malware, viruses, and worms are known. A computer virus is software that embeds itself into some other executable software, including the operating system, on the target system without the user's knowledge and consent and when it is run, the virus spreads to other executables. On the other hand, a worm is a standalone malware software that actively transmits itself to a network to infect other computers and can copy itself without infecting files. These definitions suggest that the virus requires the user to run an infected software or operating system in order for the virus to spread, while a worm spreads itself. Concealment 
These categories are not mutually exclusive, so malware may use multiple techniques. This section only applies to malware designed to operate undetected, not sabotage and ransomware. Viruses A computer virus is usually software hidden within another seemingly innocuous program that can make copies of itself and insert them into other programs or files, and this is usually a harmful action, such as destroying data, does. An example of this is a P-infection, a technique commonly used to spread malware, which inserts additional data or executables into P-files. Screen Locking Ransomware Lock Screen, or Screen Locker, is a type of cyber police ransomware that blocks screens on Windows or Android devices with a false charge in harvesting illegal content, trying to intimidate victims into paying a fee. Gisut and Slocker affect more Android devices than other lock screens, with Gisut making up about 60% of all Android ransomware detections. Trojan Horses Trojan Horse is a harmful program that misrepresents itself as a regular, gentle program or utility to persuade a victim to install it. The Trojan Horse usually carries a hidden destructive function that activates when the application starts. The term is derived from the ancient Greek story of the Trojan Horse which is used to secretly invade the city of Troy. Trojan Horses typically spread through some form of social engineering, for example, where a user is tricked into executing an email attachment that is disguised to be unsightly, e.g., routine form must be filled, or by drive-by download. Although their payload can be anything, many modern forms act as a controller, contacting a controller, phoning home, who can then gain unauthorized access to the affected computer, potentially installing additional software. Such as stealing confidential information, cryptomining software or adware to generate revenue to the operator of the Trojan. Although Trojan horses and backdoor are not easily detectable by themselves, computers may appear to emit more heat or fan noise due to heavy processor or network usage, as may occur when cryptomining software is installed. Cryptominers may limit resource usage and, or only run during idle time in an attempt to avoid detection. Unlike computer viruses and worms, Trojan horses generally do not attempt to inject themselves into other files or otherwise propagate themselves. In spring 2017, Mac users were struck by a new version of the Proton Remote Access Trojan, RAT, trained to extract password data from various sources, such as browser autofill data, Mac OS kitchens, and password vaults. Rootkits Once malicious software is installed on a system, it is necessary to avoid detection. A software package known as a rootkit allows this to be hidden by modifying the operating system of the host, so that the malware is hidden from the user. Rootkits can prevent a harmful process from appearing in the system's list of processes, or prevent its files from being read. Some types of harmful software have attempts to erase and, or delete identities, not just to disguise themselves. An early example of this behavior is recorded in the Jurgen file in the story of a pair of programs affecting a Xerox CPV time-sharing system. Each ghost job traces the fact that the other was killed, and will start a new copy of the recently closed program within a few milliseconds. The only way to kill both ghosts was to kill them simultaneously, very difficult, or to intentionally crash the system. Backdoors A backdoor is a way to circumvent common authentication processes, which are usually connected to networks such as the internet. Once the system is compromised, one or more backrests can be installed to allow future access invisibly to the user. The idea has often been suggested that computer manufacturers install backrests on their systems to provide technical support for customers, but this has never been reliably verified. In 2014 it was reported that U.S. government agencies were purchasing computers considered targeted for secret workshops where remote access to software or hardware was permitted by the agency. World. 
Trojans can be installed by horses, insects, implants, or other methods. Evasion. Since early 2015, a large proportion of malware has been using a combination of several technologies designed to avoid detection and analysis. From normal to least normal. 1. Evasion of analysis and detection by fingerprinting the environment when executed. 2. Confusing automated tools detection methods. This allows malware to avoid detection by technologies such as signature-based antivirus software by changing the server used by the malware. 3. Timing-based evasion. This is when malware runs at certain times or following certain actions taken by the user, so it executes during certain vulnerable periods, such as during the boot process, while remaining dormant the rest of the time. 4. Obfuscating internal data so that automated tools do not detect the malware. One increasingly common technology, 2015, is adware that uses certificates of theft to disable anti-malware and virus protection. Technological measures are available to deal with adware. Nowadays, one of the most sophisticated and stolen methods of theft is to use information-hiding techniques, namely Stegamalware. A survey on Stegamalware was published by Cabbage et al. In 2018. Another type of theft technique is fillless malware or advanced volatile thickness, AVTs. Fileless malware does not require a file to operate. It runs in memory and uses existing system tools to perform malicious tasks. Because there are no files on the system, there are no executable files for antivirus and forensic tools to analyze, such malware is almost impossible to detect. The only way to detect filmless malware is to operate it in real time. Recently these types of attacks make up 432% growth in 2017 and 35% attacks in 2018. Such attacks are not easy to perform, but are becoming more prevalent with the help of exploit kits. Vulnerability. Security flaw in software. Malware exploits security defects, security bugs or vulnerabilities, in the design of operating systems, in applications, such as browsers, for example older versions of Microsoft Internet Explorer supported by Windows XP, or weaker versions of browser plugins such as Adobe Flash Player, Adobe Acrobat or Reader or Java SE. Sometimes installing new versions of such plugins does not automatically uninstall older versions. Security advice from plugin providers announces security-related updates. Common weaknesses are assigned CVEIDs and listed in the U.S. National Learner Mobility Database. Securia is an example of PSI software, free for personal use, that will check a PC for weak out-of-date software, and try to update it. Malware authors target bugs, or flaws, to exploit. A common method is the exploitation of the ability to grow a buffer, where software designed to store data in a specified area of memory cannot intercept more data than is supplied to the buffer. Malware can provide data that overflows the buffer, followed by malicious executable code or data after the end. When this payload is reached, it does what the attacker determines, not legitimate software. Anti-malware is an ever-increasing threat to detect malware. According to Symantec's 2018 Internet Security Threat Report, ISTR, the number of malware variants has increased to 669,947,865 in 2017, double the number of malware variants in 2016. Unsafe design or user error. The initial PC was to be booted from a floppy disk. When built-in hard drives became common, the operating system was normally started from them, but if possible it was possible to boot from another boot device, such as a floppy disk, CD-ROM, DVD-ROM, USB flash drive or network. It was common to configure a computer to boot from one of these devices when available. Normally no one will be available. The user may, intentionally, insert a CD into the optical drive to boot into the computer, 
for example, to install the operating system. Even without booting, computers can be configured to execute software on some media as soon as they are available, for example opera on the CD or USB device upon insertion. Malware distributors will trick users into booting or running through an infected device or medium. For example, a virus-infected computer can add auto-runnable code to any USB stick. Anyone who is then connected to another computer set to auto-run via USB becomes infected, and also undergoes infection in the same way. More generally, any device that plugs into a USB port, even lights, fans, speakers, toys, or external devices such as a digital microscope, can be used to spread malware. Devices may become infected during manufacturing or supply if quality control is insufficient. This form of infection can be avoided to a large extent by setting the computer by default to boot from the hard drive internally, if available, and not from the devices to auto-run. During boot it is always possible to intentionally boot from another device by pressing some key. Older email software will automatically open HTML emails containing potentially malicious JavaScript code. Users can also execute disguised malicious email attachments. The 2018 data breach investigation report by Verizon cited by CSO Online states that email is the primary method of malware delivery, accounting for 92% of malware deliveries worldwide. Overprivileged users and overprivileged code. In computing, the privilege allows a user or program to modify a system. In poorly designed computer systems, both users and programs may be given more privileges than they should have, and malware can take advantage of this. The two methods of malware are through overpriced users and overpriced code. Some systems allow all users to modify their internal structures, and such users would today be considered overprivileged users. This was the standard operating procedure for early microcomputers and home computer systems, where there was no difference between an administrator or a root and a regular user of the system. In some systems, non-administrator users are overprivileged by design, in the sense that they are allowed to modify the internal structures of the system. In some environments, users are more privileged because they are improperly granted administrator or equivalent status. Some systems allow code executed by a user to access all the rights of that user, known as overprivileged code. It was also the standard operating procedure for early microcomputers and home computer systems. Malware, running as overprivileged code, can use this privilege to remove the system. Almost all currently popular operating systems, and many scripting applications, also provide many privileges to the code, usually in the sense that when a user executes the code, the system allows that code all rights to that user. This makes users vulnerable to malware in the form of email attachments, which may or may not be disguised. Use of the same operating system. Symmetry can be a vulnerability. For example, when all the computers in a network run the same operating system, one worm can exploit them all. In particular, Microsoft Windows or Mac OS X has such a large market share that an exploitative vulnerability focused on the operating system can remove a large number of systems. Introducing diversity for robustness, such as adding Linux computers, can increase short-term costs for training and maintenance. However, as long as not all nodes are part of the same directory service for authentication, some diverse nodes can prevent the total shutdown of the network and allow those nodes to help recover infected nodes. Such separate, functional redundancies can increase at the cost of a complex shutdown, at the expense of increased complexity, and reduce usability in the context of single sign-on authentication. Anti-malware strategies. As malware attacks occur more frequently, the focus has shifted from virus and spyware protection to malware protection, and programs that have been specifically developed to combat malware. Other preventive and recovery measures, such as methods of backup and recovery, 
are outlined in the computer virus article. Reboot to reinstall software is also useful to reduce malware by reverting malicious changes. Antivirus and anti-malware software. A specific component of antivirus and anti-malware software, commonly referred to as an on-access or real-time scanner, functions deep in the core or kernel of the operating system and functions in this way. Does how some malware will try on its own, however, works with the user's informed permission to protect the system. Anytime the operating system accesses a file, the on-access scanner checks whether the file is a valid file. If the file is detected by the scanner as malware, access operations will be stopped, the file will be dealt with by the scanner in a predefined manner, how the antivirus program was configured during, post-installation, and the user will be notified. The target may attempt on the system before stopping any operation, including those activities, which may involve exploiting bugs or triggering unexpected operating system behavior. Anti-malware programs can combat malware in two ways. 1. They can provide real-time protection against the installation of malware software on a computer. This type of malware protection works in the same way as antivirus protection, in which the anti-malware software scans all the network data coming for the malware and prevents any threat from it. 2. Anti-malware software programs can only be used to detect and remove malware software already installed on a computer. This type of anti-malware software scans the contents of the Windows registry, operating system files and programs installed on the computer and will provide a list of any threats found in it, allowing the user to choose which file to remove or keep, or to compare. This list, for the list of malware components, removes the matching files. Real-time protection for malware works similarly to real-time antivirus protection. The software scans disk files at download time and blocks the activity of components known to represent malware. In some cases, it may also prevent attempts to install startup items or modify browser settings. Because security software, some of which are anti-malware, although many are not, browsers using sandbox browsers, although essentially separating the browser from the computer and therefore many malware using any malware components are installed as a result of browser exploitation or user error. Induced changes can also be effective in helping prevent any damage. Website Security Scan As malware also damages compromised websites, breaking reputation, blacklisting in search engines, some websites offer vulnerability scanning. Such scans examine the website, detect malware, note older software, and report known security issues. Air gap isolation or parallel network. As a last resort, computers can be protected from malware, and infected computers can be prevented from transmitting reliable information, by air gap, e by completely disconnecting them from all other networks. However, malware can still overcome the air gap in some situations. Stuxnet is an example of malware that is introduced into the target environment via a USB drive. Airhopper, BitWhisper, GSMAM and Fansmitter are four techniques introduced by researchers that can leak data from airgap computers using electromagnetic, thermal and acoustic emissions. Grayware Grayware, sometimes written as grayware, is a term applied to unwanted applications or files that are not classified as malware, but can degrade computer performance and pose a security risk can do. It describes applications that behave in an annoying or undesirable way, and yet are less severe or troublesome than malware. Grayware includes spyware, adware, fraudulent dialers, joke programs, remote access tools, and other unwanted programs that can damage computer performance or cause inconvenience. The term came into use around 2004. Another term, a potentially unwanted program, PUP, or potentially unwanted application, PUA, refers to applications that are considered unwanted even if the user has downloaded them, possibly after failing to read a download agreement.
Pup includes spyware, adware and fraudulent dialers. Many security products classify unauthorized key generators as grayware, although they often carry true malware in addition to their unstable purpose. The software manufacturer lists several criteria to classify the malware bytes program as Pup. Some types of adware, using stolen certificates, turn off anti-malware and virus protection. Technical treatments are available. So, these were some information about malware. I hope you liked it. If you have any doubt you can ask me in the comments section. You can also mail me your queries at ayushbakesy272006 at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at ayushmanbakesy, at Mythonology, and you are free to DM me any type of queries. Thank you.